0: Wow, wow, look here. It is that time of year again, the holiday season. A great time to settle down and watch a few movies and give gifts to friends and loved ones. And if you're in the gift giving mood, then why not send a little donation over to your friends at the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast? This podcast is a labor of love produced by the fans for the fans. And any donations sent over will go directly back into managing the upkeep of this show. So if you do have a few pennies to spare, head over to paypal.me forward slash Kung Fu Movie Guide. And a huge thank you to anyone who has donated to the show so far. That is greatly received. Thank you very much. I do hope you have been enjoying the show in 2023. Thank you for your support. Now let's open the Advoca. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our two part end of year special. Happy holidays!
2: Well, if you're really so determined to have a fight, then I'll oblige. <laughs>
0: Hello everybody, Foo followers around the world, welcome, welcome one and all to part one of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast end of year show 2023 with your host Ben Johnson, that is me. Thank you all so much for downloading and listening to this episode of the show. This is our annual look at the year in Foo It's a specially extended two-part end-of-year podcast. We are now in our seventh year doing this, which is quite incredible, really. Over the next two episodes, we will be counting down our top five favourite fight films of the year and highlighting all the martial arts movie news that has been grabbing the headlines in 2023. Throughout December, you have also been sharing with us your favourite fight films of the year over social media and email. You have also been leaving comments on the website kungfumovieguide.com. Thank you all so much for your contributions over the last few weeks. I will be reading those out when we get to our countdown of the best and worst films of the year. That will be in part two. Of this show. In this episode, part one, we will be celebrating some of the amazing guests that have appeared on this podcast in 2023, and we'll be sharing a few messages we have received from our friends on the martial arts movie scene. And because it's Christmas time, we will, as always, be exchanging a few Christmas presents, which is always a bit of a highlight of these shows. So, plenty to pack into the next two episodes, but Before we get into it properly, let me introduce you all to my special guest on today's episode. He needs no introduction, but uh, I'll do one anyway. He is the author of Life of Action, Volume 1 and 2. He is the action movie expert. It's your friend and mine. It's Mike Fury. Hello to you, sir. Hello, Ben. (laughs) Uh, Merry Christmas, Mike. Thanks, Ben. Merry
1: Christmas to you too. And thank you as always for having me and for inviting me back because it's always uh, fun. And we've been doing this, we were talking before. You hit record, and it's seven years, I believe. Seven years. We've yes. been doing yes. seven years, yes, So that's seven years since the very first since the first
0: podcast. festive podcast. Right. We haven't always been. We are. We are recording this in your lovely home, yes, here in uh, in Essex. Yep. Thank you so much for inviting me over. That's all right. It's uh, it's always a highlight of the year doing these shows. We've done them for seven years, one of which was during COVID, of course. Yep. So we haven't always been. Yep you know in the House of Fury yes. six times out of seven isn't bad that was not one too time bad at all we did it remote how has your 2023 been if you had a, a, a yeah. successful it's been, one yeah I think
1: it's been a good year overall I mean look for anyone you know is, there's always going to be there's ups and downs there's challenges but and you know hardships at times depending on, you know, different circumstances. But no, largely it's been a it's been a good year. I think it's been a good year for it's a bit good year, you know, personally and but it's good year for film as well. Some a lot of interesting films and uh as um action and martial arts fans I think there's a lot to talk about. So it's been a it's been a fun year, I would say.
0: Mike, I wanted to throw a throw a little pop quiz at Mm -hmm. you. Uh, I think I do this every year. Uh this is the seventh year that we've done this show so over those seven years, can you remember what our films of the year have been? Um, I can remember some films of the year, but I can't remember the years yes, they're associated no, that's fine. with. Yes, that's fine. Well, we started this in 2017, uh, which is uh, which is mad. So, uh, in 2017, our favourite film of the year was John Wick Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I should say, which films can you remember from over those years that have been, that
1: um, have been the highlights? John Wick Chapter 2 <laughs> comes to mind. Um, I feel like John Wick Chapter 3. That was May our favorite film in 2019. 2019. Yes, yes. So this is going to be in a complete random order. Yeah, yeah. I believe Extraction. Was Extraction
0: in there. was our film of the year 2020.
1: Okay, I remember Raging Fire. Raging
0: Fire. Yes, yes. Very good. 2021. Um, a joint winner with the Paper Tigers. Okay. Yep. Yeah, can you remember cool. last year's? Uh, what? Were, can you give me a letter? <laughs> give me a clue. <laughs> Well, we can say your your friend of mine, Scott, was associated with one of these films. Accident Man, Accident Man, too. Okay, Do was you know a joint funny? winner. I can't
1: remember. That feels like longer than a year ago, but yeah. think it wasn't. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Accident
0: Man, Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday, twenty twenty two, joint winner with Everything, Everywhere, All at oh, Once, yeah. which was mm-hmm. my choice. Yeah. The one film you've missed out in twenty eighteen. How could you miss out? The night comes for us.
1: Yes. Of course. See, because my frame of reference is, of timings has gone I know. completely out. So, um,
0: Well, to me, The Night Comes For Us came out like last week, didn't it? I mean.
1: I have the opposite problem. For me, that was like five years ago. Yeah. I mean, and actually, five years is probably correct. Is that, what year was it? 2019? 2018. yes. Okay, so yeah, so, so, so absolutely I actually should have So <laughs> I apologize. But no, all the great films and fun memories it also makes you think, you know, I, I think I haven't seen that since I first watched it back then. So actually, it would be. Good to rewatch.
0: What will be the film of the year this year? I mean, who, who, knows? who, who can tell?
2: <laughs> Hi, this is Marco Saror, and I have this message for all the listeners of Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. I wish you the best, the best, the best holidays. Enjoy, rest, have fun, but also rest, because in this new year, man, you guys have to work hard man harder 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 stay positive work hard but now is in time to enjoy all the best guys
3: hello kung fu movie guide listeners this is master janelle smith from tukong austin and iron dragon tv wishing you a very merry christmas
2: and a happy new year (laughs)
0: regular listeners of the end of year shows will know that when we count down our top five films of the year i don't know what your top five is and likewise you don't know what i've selected either for my top five so every year i put together a not very comprehensive list of all the major fight-centric action films that are released during the year here in the uk and we do have to be Mm -hmm. specific about the films that are actually released here in the uk there's a lot of titles Uh, that are released in a year that just don't get a a, a wider uk distribution you can go to kungfumovieguide.com now to check out the list that we've been referring to and without spoiling anything because i don't want to know what your top five is i'm Mm -hmm. very intrigued to see what your five will be this year when you do look over that list i mean how do you think this year compares to to other years i think there are a lot of
1: sequels yeah (laughs) Uh, If you you glance at it. Um, But no, I mean, look, in the past, we've talked about, we we talk about the idea of fight-centric films. Mm. So obviously meaning, this is the the difficult thing because of course you get a lot of action films with fight scenes and actually most action, you know, Die Hard has fight scenes. So, Mm. um, but we wouldn't call that a a fight film. So I guess the way we uh, make that distinction is fight-centric being a central aspect of the action so rather than blockbuster action rather than um other aspects other types of action it will be fight centric um be- because you know I mean, obviously under the kung fu movie guide umbrella there are kung kung fu films in the pure sense but maybe fewer and far between compared yeah. to past times but we do st- still see that influence permeated in commercial films or or, or even t- tv shows from all around the world and it's nice to see that influence so i guess that would be the that's the distinction for me and if you look at that and bear that in mind when looking at these films and shows that have come out this year you know there's there's a lot of uh really interesting and diverse stuff so i think it's good to see i think i can understand purists being upset that there's not as many martial arts pure films um i get it but also you know i think you need to be forward thinking and see that again these influences and these tastes permeated in other forms of mm. entertainment and then you know even in video games and things like that and it's cool to see so taking that on board I think it's um, you know we're in a good place
0: yeah and just fundamentally I mean I, I know you know the show is called the Kung Fu Movie Guide but if we just specialised just in purely Kung Fu films that are released in a year there just wouldn't be wouldn't be enough mm-hmm. to talk about Yeah, yeah. looking at some of the trends I mean we do have a lot of sequels in there Extraction 2 Baby Assassins 2 Creed 3, Equalizer 3, John Wick 4, Expendables 4. A lot of sequels in there. We do have a lot of female-led action movies. We just can't get enough of these, it seems. So Ballerina, there's Furies, which is the prequel to Fury. Uh, polite Society, Fear the Night, The Mother, Ghosted, all of those films. Uh, very strong uh, female-led action movies. We had three new Jackie Chan films, Hidden Strike and Ride On, And of course, he lent his voice to Splinter and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. That's not bad, considering that he turned 69 this year. And in the year that he turned 60... We've got two great Donnie M performances. He was obviously Kane in John Wick 4 and in Sacra, in which he also co-directed. We should just say that Jet Lee also turned 60 this year. And it's been a huge year for Indian action cinema. It seems we've had a great number of epic, glossy, high-kicking, all-singing action movies from India. And this year included Jawan and Pathan, both with Shahrukh Khan and also there was Ganapath, Leo and Maviran. So a lot of huge blockbuster Indian action movies as well were released this year now every year we say this but we need to get our excuses in early because many of the titles that are in this list just aren't widely available here in the UK especially a lot of the independent or some of the smaller foreign titles as well and every year we do try our best don't we Mike to try and get around and sort of see as much as we can but unfortunately in the UK it just sort of gets left behind for, for some reason so a lot of the chinese titles they do seem to get picked up in the usa through their channels and wild go usa i know are one of the distributors over there that do pick up a lot of those titles but um quite a few of them just don't ever seem mm-hmm. to come over here yeah, yeah. do you know why why is that mike do you think
1: um it's it's very difficult i mean there's all kinds of different reasons and unfortunately like a lot of things it comes down to i think the commercial aspect mm. it's people putting money behind things when there's going to be an audience or not as the, as they feel the case may be I think one one thing that is good and you mentioned it with the, some of the um, East Asian films but also you know some of the Bollywood or the the Indian mm-hmm. Indian films we are having more of those released theatrically uh, which is nice to see so at least you know because the home entertainment market with DVDs and Blu-rays that is obviously that's for a while now been skewed more towards the collectors market mm-hmm. um, again if it's not seen as a commercial thing necessarily there may not be all those titles released on Blu-ray and DVD and so on mm-hmm. but you may get to see them in the cinemas which is great and there's obviously there is a huge um, audience for that uh, here especially and you know streaming to be fair you know a lot of people obviously I'm a big physical media guy but I'm also a supporter of streaming and I yeah. enjoy watching uh, films you know via streaming and you do you, you know likewise you know there's always the argument made that um the streaming uh channels don't necessarily pick up you know all the films that you have to have the physical media uh to actually get the films covered that you want to see there are also films released on streaming that may not get physical releases so that's an opportunity and you sometimes you don't you have to be a bit creative and seek stuff out if you only look on netflix that's a very small window yeah um, to actually see whereas if you actually do a bit of research and kind of if you're if you don't mind doing a bit of the heavy lifting you might find that there are um legal ways I should say as well um, whether through Amazon or you know things buried in Prime or, or or whatever so there are opportunities to see stuff or you know just do what I do and I know many people who just import the <laughs> DVDs yeah, or exactly. if you literally can't get them here and you really want to see it you know I, I used to do that a lot more than I do now because actually I think it has, it has improved there were films previously even big stars like certain Donnie films or Jackie films that just wouldn't be released here yeah. and I'd have to buy the the Chinese DVD or the, or the American DVD actually it's quite unusual that they're not available here in Mm -hmm. some form
0: well look i do very much look forward to finding out your top five films of the year that will be coming up later in the show before we get into it properly i think we should raise a toast given the time of year we've just got cups of tea on the go here so uh thank you so much to all the food followers out there to everyone listening to this and thank you so much for your ongoing support this year we would just like to wish you all a very merry christmas Happy holidays and uh, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ho, Cheers. Ho,
2: ho. Hi, this is Richard Norton. Um, just wanted to wish all the Kung Fu Movie Guide people a very, very happy Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, all the best for the holidays. Uh, I'm actually back in Australia, just finished working on Black Creek with Cynthia Rothrock. They'll be out sometime next year. And also I want you all to look out for Osa, the latest Mad Max installment that I was fortunate enough to work on for quite some period of time. But anyway, all the very best to um, everybody, the Kung Fu Movie Guide show and... Um, is to a fantastic next year coming for everybody.
3: What's up Kung Fu Movie Guide fans? This is Sarah Chang. Had an amazing 2023. Did an amazing martial arts project at the beginning of this year in Hollywood. Can't wait for you guys to see it next year. Also, did an awesome project with the amazing Sam Hargrave, Daniel Wu and Lee John Jae by PUBG Studios. I hope you guys have seen it by now. And I can't wait for next year, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope you have lots of amazing time with your family filled with love and drinks and food and everything wonderful under the sun. See you guys next year.
0: Okay, we have our cups of tea ready. I think now is a good time to get on with uh, unwrapping some christmas presents if you are listening to our end of year show for the first time this year we should just say this is a bit of a time honored tradition mike and i give ourselves a very small budget and we try to buy each other some martial arts themed christmas presents so without any further ado let's get on with it yeah who wants to go first (music) Look at this, there's, you've got this, mm-hmm. four, there's like well, how many things here? There's four get, uh, things here. Don't get too right.
1: excited until you, okay. you open.
0: Obviously, because uh, of where we are in the world, it was of course raining today yes. uh, on, on the way here, so you're, they're a little bit damp, your oh, presses. Right. Do you want to open that one first? Yeah, Okay. Well, we it's, it's a. will give a
1: nice uh, description for the listeners. Yes. So it's a bottle-shaped uh, object based on... Time-honored traditions. I'm sure I know what this is. And Something it, of
0: a regular theme. It, for it is show.
1: indeed a bottle of the festive Advoca drink.
0: I mean, it's just it's just yeah. a wonderful thing. And what a can lovely all, festive all treat! We'll
1: get some uh, some ice and some lemonade and have a. Uh, and some kind of
0: snowball.
1: Yeah. Exactly, yes. A snowball. Yeah, 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 For anyone who doesn't know what a snowball drink is, it's a strain. It's a custardy lemonade drink from uh, Holland.
0: It is from Holland. Yes. But
1: would it would it be fair to say that anybody that grew up in the UK or even had parents um, drinking in the 90, probably the seventies and eighties? Yes, will have grown up around Absolutely. adults drinking snowballs Absolutely. at Christmas time.
0: This is the thing that uh, Nana will probably have around uh, mm. around three p.m. and then fall, fall asleep in an armchair. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's what might happen today. So, that, so thank <laughs> you very have got much that again. coming
0: up. Like no worries that. at all. Okay, this is quite soft. It feels like it could be... uh, is it clothing? It could be clothing. It looks like it could be a (laughs) t-shirt. Oh wow, that's amazing! That's amazing, Mike! Okay, so we've got a t-shirt here that's um, got drawings on of all the big action stars. So, from left to right, who do we have here? We've got Jean-Claude Van Damme there on the left steven seagal bruce of course in enter the dragon we've got uh, chuck there and that i'm assuming there is is that jackie that's jackie yeah that's great look at that that's actually that's really cool mate hopefully it fits you you can you can sport it later perhaps. absolutely i'm
1: i'm gonna go out on a limb and say socks <laughs> ben has got me socks in the past um, you once got me some ninja socks. I got you ninja which, socks. Which um, I so had to the... stop wearing because they were too quiet and I couldn't hear myself. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: No. Didn't know where I was. But, <laughs> you were uh,
0: freaking the dog out.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, anyway, I'll open these. Wow, I have a set of... Let help. Four pairs. As if I wasn't lucky enough already. Four pairs of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle socks.
0: So the next best thing to ninja socks. Ninja Turtle socks. Ninja Turtle socks
1: and all the different characters
0: yeah you got all, all the guys yeah you've got oh, Leonardo yeah. Donatello uh, Raphael Michelangelo yep, 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 four yep, pairs cool. of
1: bright green turtle socks and the good thing is about this because you know when you mix up socks you might go by colours well actually because we've got the colours of their um, masks yeah it'll be easy to separate
0: much much easier
1: so, so I'm opening so it's a DVD a DVD shaped item opening it up And what have we got, we have... (laughs) We have David Carradine's introduction for beginners to Kung Fu and Tai Chi. Yeah. Learn the moves behind Tauntino's Kill Bill. Great, so it's it's an instructional uh, DVD that I can watch and practice in front of me. absolutely
0: just as television. you know the dinner's going down you've yeah. had your spudge you've had your Brussels sprouts yeah. and then if you just need to relax put on David Carradine he'll talk you through the basics of Kung Fu because well, you to need be David Carradine not, to tell though, you it's,
1: that. Uh, it's nearly three hours long there's a lot of <laughs> is uh, it really? Yeah, I didn't that, know so there's, because there's, there's the Kung Fu segment is 55 minutes and the Tai Chi segment is 85 minutes. Look, down the bottom it's 160 minutes.
0: Good grief. Okay. That's a lot
1: of Carradine. I do like Carradine, obviously. Everyone is uh, going to be a fan of Kung Fu and all his his various, uh, his various films and his comeback in um, Kill Bill. So that will be fun to watch. I'm going
0: to yeah. open this one next. So this also looks DVD shaped so let's give this uh, let's give this a go of course um, DVDs I've had in the past uh, from from Mike include some uh, uh, martial arts films starring Nicole Kidman I believe (laughs) the famous martial arts star okay we've got the China O'Brien films one and two on DVD that is fantastic thank you so much Why have one when you can have two? Why have one when you can have two? Absolutely, famously filmed uh, back to back, of course. You've got Richard Norton in there too, of course, and Cynthia Rothrock. That is great. Thank you so much. Do I have the China O'Brien film? I hope not. I don't think I do. And
1: actually, I'm not sure. Again, that they probably now been released on Blu-ray and things yeah, like that but maybe. I, but maybe again it's like a, a European or a German release um, I think but in terms of DVD to have them both together it's not um, you know it's great. most people won't have the two together I think so it feels kind of toy shapes like if I if I were a, a six year old boy around the Christmas tree I'd be very excited he uh, definitely would is. be yeah um, yeah so
0: it's probably not. more for the dads than the kids but um too. we have wow this is actually really cool okay we have a
1: john wick action figure with accessories
0: <laughs> so many accessories mike
1: he's got and the accessories include we've got a um a coin for the continental yeah we've got his dog we've yep. got his various guns we've got his uh, sniper rifle so many guns his, his well i mean he uses a lot of guns he does use a lot of guns he says i need a gun <laughs> so if he says I need a gun we've got a gun here we've got several guns here um, he's got his handgun he's got yeah He's what's, he's got a knife there's a plastic knife yeah
0: there's a knife in there. there's a
1: good variety of uh, weaponry and I really like the box
0: with his uh... it's cool isn't it yeah I mean it's a good it's a good likeness for Keanu I think yeah it's and not the bad the dog's there I think you can move fully it's, opposable he's, he's, yeah, he's arms so we and can, legs
1: yeah. I want to it's one of these things I don't know um, I don't really want to like, unbox him, but I want to I know hands.
0: it's tricky with these types of things whether you keep them in the box or whether you just get yeah, them out and have is. a play with them.
1: So it's 25 points of articulation
0: with much arse hickory across all of them, I'm sure. I'm just unwrapping this one. It's more chocolate. Mike, I'm going to have a heart attack in your house. Fantastic. Thank you so much.
1: Well, you can do a some nice of that, then you can work it off with, with some carradine exercises.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mike, Merry Christmas to Christmas. to you and yours. Ho, ho,
2: ho. Ho, ho, ho. Hi, Ben, this is Lauren Abaddon, just wishing you and all your Kung Fu Movie Guide listeners a very Merry Christmas and a fantastic, prosperous, and healthy 2024. All the best.
3: Hi, it's Juju Chan Sito. Wishing everyone a wonderful Christmas and a happy 2024. I have two action films coming out soon, so stay tuned.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Mike, for those gifts. Very thoughtful indeed. I think now it's a good time to talk through some of the biggest stories that grab the headlines from the world of martial arts movies in 2023. This is a feature that we like to call Highlights of 2023. Highlights of 2023. 2023 was of course the year of barbie heimer it was the year that we saw john woo return to make his first american movie in 20 years but of course we can't start without highlighting the really big movie news of 2023 which was the industry strikes which have actually only recently been resolved so the writers guild of america went on strike for 148 days from may to september and sag aftra the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, was on strike for 118 days from July to November. There are a number of reasons for the strikes, but the main issues involve disagreements over streaming residuals and studio usage of artificial intelligence. Agreements have been reached, but it has resulted in many shows and film projects being stalled. So, Mike, we don't have to dwell on this. Obviously, it's not necessarily related to martial arts movies or action cinema. However, do you have any thoughts on this subject, particularly this sort of brave new world that we're entering around AI? Yeah, I mean, I guess
1: fundamentally, thing. I was glad to see, as many people were, you know, I'm just echoing what everyone else will be saying. I'm glad that. Uh, it seems that an agreement was reached, and um, the the artists and the writers and the crews specifically, because you have to remember these things affect so many people. Films are much bigger than just the star or the you know yeah. um, a filmmaker. There's a lot of people, uh, creative people, that work on all these productions, and as you say, it's 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 industry wide, but it does also affect. It affects action, martial arts, mm-hmm. cinema, and TV, and it affects all all genres and a lot of these. Uh, uh, crew and cast you know above below the line they work on a, a wide range of stuff so it does really affect everyone in the industry um and they deserve to be paid fairly um and you know the studio heads and bosses shouldn't be um shouldn't be exploiting them yeah and basically you know everyone deserves to be properly paid and remunerated recognized for the work that they do and especially with these the advents of new technologies like um artificial intelligence and if there's opportunities to use likenesses and things like that, well that's, you know, that's something that some people won't uh won't agree with or won't want to be involved in, which I, I fully understand. But then if that is a consideration uh for, you know, future work and projects and that that's out there, then obviously that, that also needs needs to be taken into account and people need to be properly remunerated for that because um, that's got a huge potential of exploitation. I yeah. think so. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I'm just ultimately. I'm glad that you know. I. I, I want to see as a, as an author myself, and I've you know had work published, and I. Um. I like you know. I would want to be properly remunerated for my work. Yeah. I want. I want that for other people too. in there, you know, with, with their screenwriters and, and and crews and so on. So no, I'm, I'm glad that an agreement was reached.
0: It is an interesting one within the genre, though, because if I think about this, particularly around Bruce Lee and his likeness and his name being used. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was. Uh, Johnny Walker commercial. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? And it was a CGI Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. And you do kind of think, well, you know, could there potentially be a, you know, future Bruce Lee movie that's made that has his name in Yeah, there could AI. be. And you
1: think this is a crazy concept because it is it something that Bruce would have ever wanted to be a part exactly. of? Exactly. I guess, you know, and then that's where the uh I mean, I assume with the I, I can't remember exactly, but with the Johnny Walker ad that would have been done through the State of Bruce and the family's involvement. So you hope then that, and I'm I'm sure you know they would be discerning about the kinds of projects that they would attach Bruce's likeness to. It's not even attaching Bruce to it's attaching Bruce's Bruce's likeness to. But there's you know long deceased movie stars who've been turning up in adverts and things like this. And I don't know Star Wars. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a grey area. But I think it needs. This is the the key thing. It's not something to just um, people just kind of diving into without thinking about it. it. Needs to be. Thought about, considered, but also you know estates or relatives and people need to be consulted properly. Needs to be managed, yes, um, in in a correct way. So yeah, you know that's, yeah. that's hopefully what we're moving towards.
0: One thing's for certain: it's here to stay. It's AI's not going anywhere. So I guess like any industry, it's got to learn to yeah. Adapt you, and, and you can't, it.
1: yeah, it's uh, you can't really undo these technological advancements. And people will want to use them and incorporate them. So we just need to um, need to address them and, and deal with them properly. I
0: think, yeah. yeah.
4: Hi, guys, this is Matt Rutledge. I just wanted to wish all the followers of Kung Fu Movie Guide a very Merry Christmas. I hope you have a fantastic holiday season. All the best for the new year and keep watching those Kung Fu movies. Have a great time, folks.
2: Hello, this is Frank Jan, your commentary maestro. Once again, wishing everyone here at Kung Fu Movie Guide Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and of course, Happy New Year. 2023 was another crazy year for me in terms of audio commentaries. I did over 60 audio commentaries and counting because this year isn't over yet. However, more good stuff are coming your way in 2024. There'll be more Jackie Chan, more Jet Li, more Johnny To, more Stephen Chow, and a little something called Shawscope Volume 3. So I hope you, like me, will look very much forward to all these crazy Hong Kong action classic releases in 2024. Until then, sing dan fai la.
0: Lots of Hong Kong movie legends received recognition this year for their work over the years, most notably Bridget Lin, who was recognised with a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Golden Horse Awards in Taiwan, Tony Leung, Lung, Lung chiu received the Golden Lion Award for Lifetime Achievement presented at the Venice Film Festival and Samo Hung received a Lifetime Achievement Award at the 16th Asian Film Awards but the biggest winner of the year was the martial arts, action, fantasy comedy, drama, mashup movie Everything Everywhere All at Once that film picked up seven awards at this year's Academy Awards including Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor for Ki-Hu Kwan and Best Actress for Michelle Yeoh. That made her the first Asian woman to win an Oscar for Lead Actress. In her speech, she said, for all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight, this is a beacon of hope and possibilities. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. Never give up. It's a great speech from from Michelle there at the Oscars this year Mike what a triumph that was for everything everywhere all at once incredible and that
1: was again one of our highlights of the absolutely my film of the year year. yeah Yeah. it's nice to see films like that really inventive and creative films actually do well and succeed because there is such a temptation And you know I don't want to dig on any (laughs) sequels that we're talking about but there is a there's always a um there can be a tendency to repeat past successes or want to cash in on things, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You can do it differently or reinvent the wheel a bit, but to have something that's completely wild and crazy out of left field and for it to, you know, actually be embraced and win awards and do well commercially, that's really inspiring. And hopefully it's, um, it, it, you know, it, it goes to show, and it kind of paves the way for aspiring filmmakers to want to actually try something unusual and different. And it shows there is an audience there for that, and that commercially and critically, it, it, it does well. So that, yeah. that, that, that was great
0: to see. Absolutely, and Michelle Yeoh, seeing her up on stage, she won a whole load of awards. Mm-hmm. But I guess getting the Academy Awards, I mean, it's a huge deal. I mean, you know, it's incredible, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I think with so many of these things, and some of the, the other actors you mentioned, know like Bridget lynn retired as well uh, a number of years. I think yeah. nearly thirty years ago yeah, she yeah, retired, yeah. and it's great to see her. Come back for for the award, and Tony Leung um, is a bit more you know selective with his. Although obviously it was nice to see him in Shang Chi, yeah. um, you know he he's he's um, you know he's selective about his project as as mm-hmm. any discerning mm-hmm. person would be. And Sammo is someone we love, so it's nice to see these Samo's people getting there. Was so
0: emotional. Yeah, Did you yeah, see yeah, that yeah, into yeah, yeah, tears? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and it's great to see these. You know, for many of us, these people are heroes. So to actually be acknowledged um, with these, you know, this level of um, this level of accolade is really really deer and moving and it's great to see it's just sad to see some of them getting older I know um, but you know but it's like you know that's that's what happens to all of us but it's also it's great to see them acknowledged on that kind of stage yeah. and um, hopefully you know it leads it leads you know many of us to revisit their work but it, it gives the opportunity for young people. Think about all the younger people that may have seen Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere, who will then go back and see her earlier work and be inspired and be interested. Who is this person?
0: Speaking of the Oscars, it looks like an award for best stunt work might actually be closer than we think. So in an interview with Vanity Fair in June, John Wick filmmaker Chad Stahelski said that he has had multiple meetings with the Academy officials to discuss the idea and that it could happen within the next 3 to 4 years. Mike, this is one of those topics that sort of goes round and round, but it does look like progress is being made at least to have the stunts community recognized at the Academy Awards. It's quite exciting, yeah. quite exciting news.
1: Yeah, I mean this has always been, I think. feel like this has always been on the cards. Maybe it's, as you say, it's happening sooner than we think. It It feels slightly, it, it, all these things feel slightly late. It's like the industry is always slow to catch up, but it. perhaps it took somebody like Chad Stelski, who's now obviously a well-established Hollywood filmmaker who comes from the stunt world, mm. to be kind of in the club, so to speak, to kind, to be a bit of a mover and shaker and champion for this kind of thing to happen. I'm sure it's sure it's not just him, you know, acknowledging yep. there's uh, many other people that would be involved. But it takes the insiders to kind of know what's up. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's now he's a, you know, he's a Hollywood insider. He's, you know, he's a, he's obviously doing doing great things in Hollywood. Plus his contemporaries and, and peers from from the stunt world, I think it's it's long overdue, but it will be nice when it finally happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it is complex in a way, though, isn't it? I guess because within the stunt department, you know, who ultimately gets the awards? Does the stunt mm. coordinator get the award? Does the fight choreographer get the awards? Is it the stunt performer mm. themselves that gets the award?
1: I quite like you know how they've done it in the past with the Hong Kong Film Awards, which seems to have lasted a long time they seem to yeah, be doing yeah. well from it to even have like a best action award which seems to take into account fight choreography yeah. stunt work a broad broadly acknowledging the action um and what's really interesting you look at the the history of who's won that and it's you know it's um stunt coordinators and people you know people um well acknowledged in that side of things you yeah. know fight directors and so on or um, more broad stunt coordinators mm-hmm. and um it's acknowledged in the same breath as filmmakers or writers Mm. or actors so it doesn't necessarily it's funny it doesn't need to be as granular in terms of how it's broken down as you know wire rigging or certain stunt driving or things obviously if they do that great fine but it's you know it just just simply to acknowledge the the action choreography Mm. on the broad level will be a big step forward i think (laughs)
4: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash
0: ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
2: We're on the side of a mountain in Budapest, getting pelted with rain inside a tent. Uh, But anyway... Merry Christmas, Kung Fu Movie Guide, from Jesse Johnson, somewhere in Western Europe. Yeah, hello, my friends. This is Matthias Hus, your dark angel. Kung Fu Movie Guide, you are amazing. It's another year, 2024. All the best to you, to everybody that is such a faithful friend to us. And we have a great year coming up. 2024, we'll have last comite. Uh, martial art action movie with Billy Blanks, Cynthia Rothrock, myself, Kurt McKinney, Michelle Cassie, uh, Matisse Landwehr, so many great fighters. It's like a Bloodsport film, 80s, 90s tribute action film that we are so happy to be able to present to you. Anyway, all the best to you. Thank you as always. And don't forget, I come in peace.
0: All the best to you. There were some surprise announcements at this year's Cannes Film Festival back in May, not least from the seemingly ageless Donnie Yen, who shows no signs of slowing down despite turning 60 this year. Donnie Yen announced three new projects at Cannes Misjudgment, that's a contemporary crime movie which is currently in production. There is going to be a sequel to 2007's Flashpoint called Flashpoint Resurgence. And believe it or not, apparently another Ip Man movie, yes, Ip Man 5, was announced at Cannes Film Festival. No news yet on who is involved in those last two sequels, but more than likely it will be Wilson Yip, given that he directed both the original Flashpoint and all of the Ip Man films. Still no idea what this means for the long-anticipated Sleeping Dogs movie, of course, Mike, which uh, no, know... Uh, I need Donnie Sleeping is Dogs, still, man. Yeah, I know I love, he's been... I
1: love the Sleeping Dogs video game. Yeah. If anyone... Listening to this is into video games and hasn't played sleeping dogs go back and that's the and it's a great story yes so actually you can really imagine in that um spl uh flashpoint um special id universe you can totally see uh
0: donnie yen would donnie be working in, in that, that in that particular totally world, yeah. donnie just doesn't know when to slow down does he mike
1: no nor should he he's no. uh you know he's 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 uh doing great what i what I always enjoy about Donny apart from obviously we're all fans, this is all you know um common knowledge for all of us, but I think he embraces his age insofar as he he plays more mature characters mm-hmm. he um he balances the the drama and the storytelling uh and the kind of the character portrayals with the action, obviously some of those you mentioned the sequel to flashpoint i imagine it's it would be a an updated version of that character and that kind of story and itman as well you know he's shown the itman character going through different uh, stages of life and and experiencing you know different um, different parts of that um, the history so he does um he does embrace these uh, you know these these kinds of characters in interesting and new ways so and i always enjoy seeing what donnie's up to
0: hitman 5 though i mean do we need hitman 5 Well, i
1: mean i would i'd flip that around and say do we do we need all those various hitman spin-offs then?
0: yeah
3: but, true but um,
1: it's clearly there's an appetite for those yeah. films and i do think if you are into the It Man universe, you will generally enjoy. Obviously, everyone's going to have their favourite. My favourite, personally, is still the first one. I know a lot of people who prefer the second one because of Samo.
0: It is also interesting to see that he's showing commitment to Asian cinema more than Hollywood. Is Yeah,
1: I think... I'm kind of assuming a lot here, so I, I could be wrong, but it feels like... And I've always felt, you know, obviously some of uh, some of Donny's earliest Hollywood work, he wasn't treated in the best mm-hmm. way, wasn't represented in the best way, which is clear to any fan mm-hmm. watching uh, watching the films. Though it was cool to see him in, you know, something like Blade Two, yeah. we didn't get as much Donny as we would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he did uh, John Wick was obviously great and exciting. I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but I don't think it was so much an invitation from Hollywood as it was an invitation from Chad Stelsky. definitely, and probably going through long um and complex conversations about the character and the action and how this is going to be represented and what we're going to what we're going to be doing so you know he's somebody that doesn't i mean frankly you know i'd even go so far as to say he doesn't need hollywood Mm. but if there's a certain project that he's interested Mm -hmm. in he would probably be compelled to explore that
3: hi this is sue from fighting spirit film festival on behalf of the whole team we would like to thank everyone who's supported us over the last eight years. We've got patrons and judges, sponsors, um, filmmakers, and the audience the people come and support and pay for tickets and help us to do what we do and everyone knows it's a very much a passion project that we really love and enjoy doing but we wouldn't be able to do it without the help of all of you guys and that includes the media partners as well such as yourself and i know you were there from day one Kung Fu movie guide so thank you so much we have great fun this year we had the bruce lee marathons which were were great at the Mockingbird cinema and it was really great to see those films on the cinema screen and then we were so proud and happy to have all the films we had this year at the London event and people coming from 16 different countries which is amazing and such a diverse amount of films um, we're pleased to have like female leads in both behind the screen and in front of the screen and all the demonstrations and the talks as well from from writers Chris Bradford and Goldman Powell and Jess Loudon, which was amazing. Um, so we're so thrilled this year. Thank you so much everyone for supporting us. Um, thank you to Crike as well for doing the artwork on the posters this year again, which again, also really kind of inspires everybody and lets people know what we're kind of about, I suppose. Um, I hope everyone has a great festive um, season and has good health. And we look forward to seeing everyone in the new year thank you
0: 2023 marks the 50th anniversary of Bruce Lee's death and fans of The Little Dragon received a wealth of cool things to get excited about Mike especially the re-release of Enter the Dragon in cinemas with the film also marking its 50th anniversary the film also got the 4K treatment and Arrow Films also released the ultimate 4K tribute to Bruce with the release of the Bruce Lee at Golden Harvest box set I'm looking at it right now it's a thing of beauty shelf there it is a thing of beauty absolutely Uh, that box set featured lots of bonus footage new commentaries uh, amazing books stunning new artwork and extended versions as Mm -hmm. well of the Hong Kong movies Ang Lee's Bruce Lee biopic also now seems to be moving forward following the resolution of the strikes Ang Lee's son Mason Lee will be playing Bruce Lee And we learned this year that the story will be focused on the time period when Lee was making Enter the Dragon in 1973. So that's really interesting. Next year, we will also get House of Lee, which is a new animated series created by Shannon Lee, Bruce Lee's daughter. So, Mike, as a movie collector yourself, um, you've picked up, obviously, these 4K versions of lee's films i have to say it is a wonderful yes. product you haven't yet as i rec- I, I actually haven't but, but I, haven't got a, I haven't got a 4k
1: uh, you know they do they do have this uh they've got a regular uh blu-ray release yes and they've also got the 4k i'm you know i i'm able to get the 4k so i um i have a, a 4k tv you the 4K um, telly.
0: i do not have but, a 4k um,
1: tv yeah i mean it's you know i think the blu-ray versions will be great but, yeah. yeah no 4k looks great i just thought you know, I'm sure we're all uh, singing from the same hymn sheet in that many of us have probably owned these films on video and yep. on DVD, then maybe standard Blu-ray. And yep. now the opportunity for 4K, it was kind of like, for me, it's the best versions of these films to own. It may be the best it's ever going to be. I don't know if they can ever top it. But
0: um, 5K.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, um it's, you know, it's just about, yeah, seeing these films restored and looking... You know, better than they've ever looked. People today, if you've only grown up with this, you would not understand watching crappy VHS tapes. Oh my gosh! Which you've paid an extortionate amount of money for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember so
0: sending off to Australia to just get a VHS of Enter the Dragon because it had the nunchuck yeah, scene, in
1: yeah. it. which are cut from the cut from the, from UK, the UK, release. UK
0: release. Bruce <laughs> is still an incredibly bankable star. Clearly. Mike are you surprised at just how much we still talk about him?
1: Yeah, I mean obviously this year's been a um it's been an interesting year. That boxer in particular uh, Bruce Lee at Golden Harvest was a nice opportunity to focus on these pivotal mm-hmm. uh, kind of career defining culturally significant films. Um and I think the fact you know people are discovering those for the first time um which is really interesting as well as fans going back. Just wanted to yeah, mention as well we had uh, the London Action Festival um Earlier this year, yeah. which I was invited to again, fortunate to be uh, and grateful to be asked back. We had a, a Villains of John Wick panel, which we can talk about uh, later. But um, they also had the 50th anniversary screening of enter the Dragon*, um, which I was I was on the panel for, which was fun. And we had um, we had a, f- a few a few people there. We had Andrew Koji, the star of um, *Warrior*, Warrior mm. which was really cool. I've met Andrew before, but it was nice to see him again. Um, we had the uh, the world Muay Thai champion Roxana Begum, who's a big uh, Bruce Lee fan as well herself. We had uh, Wen Yu from the Fighting Spirit Film Festival, one of the co-directors, and um, of course uh, from London Action Festival, uh, Julian Alcantara, who's one of the co-founders of the festival. So we were all talking about Bruce, so we had a screening of the film, um, talking about it, and it was really interesting, and um, I talked a bit about this at the at the event, but you know, it was interesting to see some people, by showing of hands, we're watching Enter the Dragon for the very first time and I think it's amazing to think 50 years later there are new people and a lot of them young people yeah. young audience members and you know I think it's easy for bitter old timers to be like mm. how have you not seen Bruce mm. Lee blah 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 Enter the Dragon how have you not seen it but the fact is people are there who want to see it who are passionate and yeah. are making the point of seeking it out and I'm really interested whenever I meet people like this I want to ask them what did you think You're, I can't imagine watching Enter the Dragon for the first no, time no. but they're always super impressed they're like yeah. wow he's amazing so you know it's kind of like he explodes off the screen yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's incredible and you know for me one of the biggest the biggest legacy is is not so much people re-watching the old films which is obviously great and I appreciate but and this is something I, I said to Andrew Koji on the day that you know the fact that a new series has been made, a successful new series has been made based on Bruce's writings, completely reimagining his work and legacy. Um, You know, I think we're kind of like the Bruce Lee biopic thing is fine, I look forward to the new, you know, the the, the new Anne Lee film. But seeing his work reimagined and reinvigorated with new stars and filmmakers and people bringing to life his old stories that he didn't get to realize that's Mm. super like poignant i actually find it quite moving to even talk about Mm. and i told andrew that um uh so yeah so it's great and the fact that you know people are discovering these people may even discover warrior who haven't seen bruce's original films then they go back and see those
0: just when you were speaking there about people not seeing enter the dragon before do you remember we saw the 4k Reissue of uh, the Raid. Gareth yeah, Evans, that was great. The Raid. That was great. And Gareth was there, did a Q and A, and before the film started, there was a show of hands. Who hasn't seen the Raid before? I think half the people in the cinema mm-hmm. put their hands up.
1: Yeah, and that's it's funny. That's a film that's relatively new. I mean, yeah. it's like what ten years old. Um, but it goes to show, and I think what something that I've learned, why I, I kind of the way I articulate it in my mind is. People come to things at different life stages. Yeah. It was great to see, you know, again, with a, a full audience and people, dare I say it people losing their shit yeah, <laughs> over totally. these, these brutal fight scenes. Then, of course, I also had the Legends of John Wick panel at the London Action Festival, which uh, was joined by Mark Dacascos and Scott Adkins, and yeah. that was really fun. So, obviously, having um, Zero from John Wick Chapter 3 yeah. and um, Killer from John Wick Chapter 4. Um, talk about their experiences, share some stories, working with Keanu. Um, so that was that was really good fun, and and of course beyond that we also talked about many of their their other works, and particularly Mark. You know I'd not met Mark before, um, so that was great. And asking him about you know um, only the strong and um, drive, uh, crying Freeman, and so on. Yeah. So it was um, it was it was it was fun just to meet him. Really such a nice guy, such a sweet, humble guy. And hearing about those uh, all those old stories, um, and I think uh, to be honest, it's quite funny. Scott, because obviously Scott featured Mark on his um, Art of Art action, action series, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Scott was like as excited as of you know, course, any of yeah. us to meet Mark.
0: It th- was that the first time Scott had met Mark. In I'm not. Passing? I think
1: they may. I'm not sure. I think they may, maybe they'd met in passing, but they definitely. If they if they they either m- were meeting for the first time or. Um, it was the first time they actually properly spent time mm, together, so yeah. it was either way, it was like a new experience with them sitting and yeah, chatting yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So they had a good time with that, and of course, the London Action Festival. You know, there was a, there was a screening of the Raid Two. Uh, Gareth Evans was there. Uh, they had a lot of other great stuff. So yeah, I, I invite, we uh, really encourage everyone to check out uh, more about the London Action Festival and keep an eye when it next comes to town because there's always interesting screenings and Q
4: and As and talks and things. This is Joey Anser, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and Seasons greetings. I hope you had a good 2023, and may all your dreams come true in 2024.
3: Hi, this is Sam Deegan. I want to wish everyone a very happy holidays.
2: I hope if you're spending time alone or with your family, you are enjoying some maybe Gordon Liu movies, maybe introducing your family to someone like Sammo Hung. And this December, I'm working on actually a lot of Hong Kong some martial arts films that will be out next year. And until then, I hope everyone has a great end of their year.
0: The Karate Kid franchise shows no signs of slowing down. Although we may be about to see the final season of Cobra Kai with season six landing on Netflix soon, it was confirmed in November that both Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan will be appearing in a new Karate Kid movie. Jackie is going to be reprising his role of Mr. Han from the 2010 version, which starred Jaden Smith. They both took to YouTube to advertise a casting call to find the new young star of the movie. And there's a website you can go to for more details. It's KarateKidCasting.com. Mike, we're both big Cobra Kai fans. Are you quite excited about this new project?
1: Yeah, I think... As always, it comes down to how it's handled, and you know the script and how they develop the story. Um, having those guys involved, obviously Jackie's involvement is is cool. Again, it's kind of bringing um, old world and new world mm. karate kids mm. together with the, as you say, the Jaden Smith um, revamped movie and the and, the, and you know and the original and then Cobra Kai. Um, yeah, no, it's good. I just I you know I um, I feel like there's there's such an appetite now for especially through Cobra Kai. Um, I really, really hope they do it justice and they, yeah. and they re- re- reinvigorate it. I, th- I feel like they are more dependable on the some of the small screen properties like mm-hmm. with Cobra Kai. When it's a movie it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a bit more of a minefield in terms of, oh, are yeah. they going to get this right? But I, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic and I hope that, um, hope that they do.
0: Well, Cobra Kai obviously comes to an end this year. Mm-hmm. So will, will you be sad? It feels like it's natural. It should sort of be yeah, winding up. I think it's, now. Um,
1: it's been wine you know, it's, it, it's, it's come its natural course, um, yeah. but it's, you know, it's been a great series. And I think it's again, shown, um, when things are reinvigorated and revamped, they can be done so with these older characters in a, yeah. in a natural way, and it's, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a cash in. It feels like it pays homage to the mm-hmm. to the original films, but then new fans have discovered it, so it does serve it, it, you know it serves that well. So um, no, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what they do yeah. next with the, yeah, with the yeah. film.
0: It'd be interesting to see if some of the kids from Cobra Kai end up in the new movie. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: be surprised. I can imagine yeah. that that overlap. I mean, one thing that's been done. Poorly with some of the uh, the superhero films is where you know uh, prime knowledge of series mm. feeding into films mm. has kind of alienated audiences, or at least that's what the you know, critics have said. I don't. I hope they don't make that mistake that they they treat it as a standalone property. I think when you're um, when you're relying on the prime knowledge across different media's, it's you're in kind of shaky ground because mm. not everyone's seen everything, but we would hope that they, you know, as a standalone film or standalone series, it, 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 it's, it's it's handled
0: well. Just quickly on Jackie Chan, he's going to be 70 mm-hmm. next year and he has also announced a whole new load of projects. So we've got the upcoming film, The Legend, which is the sequel to The Myth that sees him reunite with the director, Stanley Tong, who also directed the original 2005 film, The Myth. There is a trailer out there already, so go and check that out. There's also New Police Story 2 that was confirmed at the Hong Kong Film Art in March. Nicholas Jair will be returning and also directing that one. There's also a Jackie Chan action comedy called Panda Plan, in the works and once again he has been circulating more rumours about rush hour 4 apparently that is now confirmed and mike tyson will be appearing in that coupled with this year's ride on hidden strike and the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie it seems jackie chan continues to be delivering and putting in the work for his fans around the world mike i think it's fair to say that the quality of some of jackie's films in recent years has probably varied (laughs) A little bit over the years. That's putting it very diplomatically. (laughs) But there is always some aspect of even his new films that is enjoyable in in there as well. So being a fan of Jackie, do you you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I always... I
1: look forward to seeing what Jackie's working on. Um, I think somebody like Donnie has shown... um, has shown a kind of a a hands-on approach in terms of the kind of projects he likes to tackle Mm. and good scripts and taking... taking, um, Taking a lead on projects that he actually seems to be very invested in and mm-hmm. seems to um, seems to embrace, Jackie is probably less bothered about certain things and will lend his talents to th- projects that might be fun. Um, also, remembering this isn't news. Like Jackie's always been into like kids' films and he's he did that back in you know he more so in his earlier some of his early Hollywood films as well um not and not everything has to be taken seriously so it's like you know there's there's um different ways of enjoying you know different films i enjoy seeing him in his more mature grizzled roles like mm-hmm. when he did his um new police story oh, obviously new police story and uh, police story lockdown as i believe yeah it was yeah, called yeah. Um, and the foreigner yeah the foreigner um just, but just also mentioning um, police story because the new, yeah, new yeah, police yeah. story too. Those you mentioned, the panda plan thing, I'm, I'm a bit less <laughs> concerned about that. Rush Hour Four, I don't know. I mean, um, I'm a fan of the particularly the first two Rush Hours. Many of us are Jackie Chan fans. We will all have our favourites, but I'm sure we uh, we all you know we're we're interested to see what he does next. So um, I'm glad. Look, fundamentally, I'm glad that he's still working. I'm glad that he's still busy exactly. and he's engaged because many people you know they'll just retire they just don't so i'm, I'm glad that he's he's still out there and he's doing his thing and you know so we'll have to wait and see what happens yeah, next
0: absolutely still putting his body through it as yeah. well at that age yeah. for, for his fans around the world it is uh, yeah it's always it is always good to see
2: hey kung fu movie guide podcast listeners this is max huang filming mortal kombat 2 at the moment in australia i'm wishing you guys merry christmas happy holidays and stay safe All the best.
1: Hi, Kung Fu Movie Guide. My name is Kenji Tanigaki, Action Director. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hope more and more great action movies coming in
0: 2024. Okay, Mike, this is the sad bit of the show when we take a moment to remember the famous names that we lost from the world of martial arts movies over the year, this year, 2023. Yu Hai, Martial artist, actor and TV star most famous for his roles in the Jet Li Shaolin Temple series. He died on the 16th of January, aged 81. Lance Reddick, American actor and musician, probably most famous for his role as Cedric Daniels in The Wire. But to action fans, he was, of course, Sharon in the John Wick franchise, the concierge at the New York Continental. Lance Reddick died from heart disease on the 17th of March, aged 60. Richard Ng, Ing-Yu Hon, the Hong Kong comedic actor known for his roles in many 1980s and 90s action comedies, most famously the Lucky Stars films with Jackie, Tamo and Yen Bu. Richard Ing died on the 9th of April, aged 83. Jim Brown, legendary fullback for the Cleveland Browns, who also became known beyond his NFL stardom as a civil rights advocate and Hollywood action hero. Jim Brown died on the 18th of May at the age of 87. Jim Brown was in The Dirty Dozen and black blaxploitation movies like Slaughter and Take a Hard Ride, Three the Hard Way and One Down, Two to Go. All those last three also starred the great Jim Kelly. Ray Stevenson, Northern Irish actor. He played Frank Castle, the Punisher, in Punisher Warzone in 2008. He was Volstagg in the Thor films. He can be seen in the Star Wars show Ahsoka on Disney+, Plus, but of course... He was Big Ray in the Accident Man films. Ray Stevenson died on the 21st of May, aged 58. Coco Lee, Hong Kong singer-songwriter. She voiced Mulan in the Mandarin version of the Disney classic. She was also featured on the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon and Runaway Bride soundtracks. Uh, Coco Lee died on the 5th of July, at the age of 48. Mang Hoi. Martial artist and actor, a vital part of the Sammo Hung stunt team. Mang Hoi's films included Zoo Warriors, Yes Madam, Legacy of Rage, Buddha Assassinator. Mang Hoi died on the 9th of October, aged 65. Burt Young, poorly in the Rocky films, of course. Burt Young died on the 18th of October, aged 83. And finally, Richard Roundtree, famous for playing Shaft, of course. A legend of exploitation cinema. Richard Roundtree also starred in many other films and T V series. He died on the twenty fourth of October, aged eighty one. Mike, as always, very sad to lose some more big names from the world of martial arts and action cinema.
1: Yeah, very sad news. Um and a lot of um a lot of people there featured in some of our, you know, favourite works, favourite yeah, films and, and, and shows and things we've grown up with. But, you know, as, as a as I often think and as I always say, you know, the um the Work is the legacy, so at least you know, we it sounds kind of cliched and a bit cheesy, but we do have their, um, you know, their influence and their inspiration through the work. And that you know, it's uh, like I mentioned it earlier, but film is forever, I mean, it really is. Look at these some of these, even cult films, not necessarily Oscar winning films, but mm. even cult films. That are rediscovered and re-released later, and new audiences discover them, and it's you know it's great that there are these you know again more opportunities than ever to kind of reconnect with this work. And yeah, no, it's it's, it's very sad. And some of those, you know, some of those uh, deaths which you mentioned, yeah, did really hit me because it makes you reflect on growing up and your pivotal years, discovering certain Damn. films and certain characters you connect with. And uh, yeah, no, it's very, very sad news. <laughs>
0: Okay, we will be counting down our favourite fight films of 2023 in part two of this special two-part bumper end-of-year show, as well as discussing our least favourite films of the year. But before we head off, let's take a quick look back over some of the amazing guests who have appeared on this show in 2023. This year saw the continuation of our seventh season of podcasts and you are about to hear a range of voices from people who have appeared on the show this year. So in this order, you are about to hear the martial arts action star Marco Zaror talking about John Wick Chapter 4. The Hong Kong action star, Vincent Lin, talking about working on Operation Condor with Jackie Chan. The stunt performer, Alima Dorsey, speaking on our Stunt Woman special. The author and kung fu movie expert, Rick Myers, talking about the film Kung Fu Panda, on which he was the kung fu consultant. And the final voice you'll hear will be the Big Trouble in Little China actor and stuntman, Eric Lee. So... Here we go. Here's a little recap of season seven of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast.
2: Keanu is the best. To see that is a big inspiration. And you know what? That's the way that I love to be in my movies. Like, I'm the same way. I I feel related with him because I love hard work and I like to push myself. As hard as we work and as painful as it was, we spent so much time joking around laughing half the night mostly jackie was the instigator of it he's the biggest kid in there yeah yeah even though again on the the balance he's also a perfectionist so yeah he would do 30 40 takes for one shot you'd be you'd be tired
4: since there weren't a lot of females that looked like me to represent and to double a lot of the actresses, I had to learn how to do everything. I had to really learn the wires, learn the driving,
2: learn uh, the ground and pound, learn all the martial arts, learn the fire burns, learn the horseback riding. Do I love fighting? Absolutely. But, you know, if they
4: ask me to jump off of a building that's 40 or 50 feet high on with a descender and not hit the ground, like stop right before I hit the ground, well, I have to kind of do that, too.
1: There's a moment where Tai Lung tries to get Po, and Po catches him in the uh, wuxi finger hole. And uh, Tai Lung goes, wuxi finger hole, did she even teach you that? And Po says, no, I figured it out. That's how you can tell a real Kung Fu master. A real Kung Fu master will
2: cheer and applaud when Po says, no. I shouldn't get out James Hong is a friend of mine I can do his voice for you right yeah. now <laughs> yes please I would love to hear that ah uh, this is James Hong uh, I still want a girl with a green eye <laughs> very good every time I see James and he poked me with his elbow I say Eric do me I said what do you want me to do do my voice I said okay James. Susie, I won't be home for for dinner because I have another engagement. I called his wife up and then she said, pretty close, but no cigar.
0: (laughs) There we go. That was a range of voices there from our seventh season of podcasts. You can catch up on all episodes of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else it is that you get your podcasts. And I think that is a wrap for this first part of our two-part end-of-year special. We will be back to run through all of our favourite martial arts films of 2023 in part two. That will be landing on Christmas Eve. That's the 24th of december we will also be sharing your feedback on some of your favorite films of the year on that show and also looking ahead to some of the highlights of 2024 but until then we very much hope you have enjoyed part one and we look forward to speaking to you all again very shortly in a few days in fact for part two of our end of year show 2023 so thank you so much mike thank you ben (laughs) Merry Christmas one and all and we will speak to you all again very soon on the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast bye for now bye bye ho 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 ho
2: ho season's greetings to the listeners of Kung Fu Movie Guide this is Philip wishing everyone health wealth and happiness over the holidays and stay blessed and uh you know, I look for some of my new movies coming out in 2024. Um, Twilight of the Warriors, Walden, very proud of that one. Stuntman's another one I did, and I'm working on the one right now called The Second Life. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout in some of my works, and I uh, enjoy your holiday season.
1: Hi there, this is Rick Baker from Eastern Heroes. And as usual, this time of the year, for
0: me and all the people that was on the podcast that bend us so wonderfully... I'd like to wish everybody a Merry Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
1: 2024 looks good for the Heroes with the new Essential Guide coming out on February the 13th and also it could be the first year that I become a film producer so it's a good year for me. But once again I'd like to say to everybody and all my friends new and old a very very Merry Christmas and have an excellent and special Happy New Year.
3: Hi Mark Strange here. This is a message to all the
1: listeners of Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Merry Christmas to you all. I hope everyone's had a fantastic year. I'm very, very excited to let everybody know what I've been up to in 2.23.
2: Um, But unfortunately, you're going to have to wait till 2.24. (laughs) Um, But um, stay tuned. Mr. Strange has lots of exciting news that's coming um, in 224 have a wonderful christmas ho 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 merry christmas to everybody christmas festive
4: season bah to you all i mean merry christmas everybody this is big mike leader in hong Talk, wishing young master ben mike fury and all the listeners of the Country movie guide the very best for the festive season and i hope you all find plenty of Kung Fu, martial arts, and action movie-related goodness amongst your presents. Where did 2023 go? It just flew by. Busy year for me. Uh, was working on a ton of Blu-ray stuff for various labels. Audio commentaries, special features, and interviews. And much more to come. Uh, behind the scenes, did some work for Amazon. You'll hear my dulcet tones at least once or twice in the Andy Vale Tony learn The Goldfinger. And you'll see my ugly mug as I try and make mischief for anyway. And I did it my way. A bunch of other stuff in the works. Can't say too much. But uh, buckle your swash. There's going to be some good stuff in 2024. Have a great time. Thanks again.
0: 50th anniversary of Scotland blah blah blah. (coughs) I was fortunate enough to actually meet Vincent in person at... (coughs) (coughs) Here's what they do, according... I do love hearing about those mad, high-energy days making just incredible martial arts films during that golden age of Hong Kong action cinema. Oh, boy. A quick bit of business first regarding this podcast. Over the next week or so... uh, We are on X, formerly known as Twitter, and we are on Facebook and Instagram. On the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. On the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Bye for now. Bye for now. Hullabaloo, hullabaloo, hullabaloo...